Welcome to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Change the culture and the politics will follow. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I can't believe that we are closing in on 100 episodes, uh, but trust me, we will reach that 100 mark by midsummer, I'm sure. And um, if you've been paying attention to the culture and everything going on, you know that we are just scratching the surface of where we want to go in our discussions and, in fact, where we need to go. So here we are at episode 92, and still, in a lot of ways, we're just getting started. Um, well, we all know that there's been a leaked draft from Justice Samuel Alito pointing to a very strong likelihood that the Supreme Court will soon issue a ruling that will completely reverse the 1973 Supreme Court ruling known as Roe versus Wade. We're going to talk about that in just a minute, but before we get there, let me just say that this is a really good time to step back and talk about some important stuff about this upcoming court decision, just to give you some helpful context as you hear more and more about this in the news and try to make sense of it all. And, you know, this is critical to know. We know that this was a leaked draft. We we do not know what the final ruling is. That's what I'm trying to say. This was a leaked draft. Um, so we don't know, but we have done multiple episodes on this podcast that I think will help you frame the news and filter it and help you think about the context of the ruling in relation to the culture in relation to the law, in relation to the mission of Love Times 2, and in relation to life. So that's a lot of stuff. And so the more information you have, hopefully the the better position you'll be in to uh, try and make sense of it all. Where do we start? Well, let's start with the most recent episode of the podcast that I think will be helpful and then work backwards in time to other episodes. So podcast 84, five things that won't happen if Roe versus Wade is reversed. In this episode, we offer some great information on what to look for, and this is actually part two of a two-part episode that includes episode 83, which is called Five Things That Will Happen If Roe Versus Wade Is Reversed. Back-to-back, it's a total of 23 minutes combined, and with that small time investment, you will have a really good, I hope it's a really good, 50,000-foot briefing on what will and what won't happen after a row reversal. Now, after that, jump back to episode 79. That was at the end of 2021. It's titled, Six Decades of the Pro-Life Movement Defined. You'll learn about the education decade, the activist decade, the political decade, the strategic decade, the courts decade, and the tipping point decade. And spoiler alert, we are in the tipping point decade right now. So don't miss this one. Absolutely critical to understand all of these phases of the pro-life movement, how it has led up to this particular moment. Now let's keep rolling back. Let's go back to July 2020, episode 62. It's called The Big Muddy Middle. You'll learn about cutting-edge research showing that America remains deeply, deeply divided on abortion and why that matters in the race to win the cultural tipping point. At the end of 2019, you're also going to find three compelling episodes exploring the strategies of the abortion industry in the United States. Look for episodes 50, 51, and 52. I think they are titled, should have looked this up for certain, but I think they're titled Abortion Business Strategy. And I can promise you that you're going to learn a lot of what's going on, and a lot of it actually is probably going to surprise you. So check out that three-part series. Now let's go back to 2018, episode 25. It's titled A Call for Civility. 
Hey, let's face it, emotions are being whipped into a frenzy, and this is before Roe is even reversed. How are we going to respond, with civility or with shouting? The episode will get you thinking about civility and an opportunity for us to really shine by exhibiting Christ-likeness in the face of mounting hostility. And with the rising amount of hostility towards pregnancy centers and pro-life organizations, This is really a great transition point to talk about that big leak of the Supreme Court draft opinion, realizing that many things are happening so quickly right now that before this podcast even hits the air, a few days after I'm recording this, things could change dramatically. What do we know right now as I'm recording this on May 12th? What do we know about the leak? Well, first of all, it's a draft. And that's what it is. It's a draft dated back to February, but it clearly shows the intent to see Roe versus Wade overturned. What we don't know is what the final ruling will look like. So we just need to keep that in mind. A lot of folks think we know that draft is the final ruling. Well, we don't know. So just keep it in mind. We haven't seen the final ruling on this. The leaked draft is not the final draft. And we have no idea how many revisions of the leaked draft There might be still a lot of question marks that are still out there. Another question mark is, why was it leaked? Everybody's taking a guess on that. You've probably talked to folks. You have your own opinions on it, I'm sure. So I'll just give you my best guess. I think that abortion supporters chose to seize the offensive and, frankly, to start intimidation tactics in hopes that at least one of the five justices will back off of a full role reversal before a final opinion is issued. I know there are a lot of folks out there who are making a strong case that this was even about subverting the sanctity of the Supreme Court. That is a huge discussion in and of itself for another time. Now, even before I recorded this, I had just read a new story about a pregnancy resource center that offers free services and compassionate counseling to women, having offensive language sprayed all across its front doors. Unfortunately, this is not an isolated incident right now. We're hearing about acts of violence and intimidation and even groups that, uh, from my understanding, are promoting the disruption of church services in an effort to promote keeping abortion fully legal all nine months of pregnancy. Look, we're at a cultural flashpoint right now, and just as we always knew we would be, this should be no surprise here, it's also a chance for the pro-life community to really step up to the plate and to shine. I just want to offer, at this moment in time, suggestions for how the pro-life community should respond Okay, number one, let's seriously make prayer a priority from a lot of different perspectives. We need to seek God's mercy on our nation after 63 million deaths and the damage abortion has caused for women, for men who have coerced women into having abortions or paid for abortions, for families. We need mercy and forgiveness, not finger pointing. This is a national tragedy. It is a national tragedy, and we all need to seek God's mercy. Number two, we need to pray for civility. Of course, emotions are running high right now, but let's engage in civil discourse. We can't control what others will do, but we can control how we respond. Shouting matches, physical violence, it's not okay. Let's let's pray that calmer heads prevail. Let's pray for civility right now. Three, let's step up every effort to meet the needs of pregnant mothers. Many of our communities are so blessed to have top quality pregnancy care centers that meet the needs of women and their babies. These centers do heroic work, so let's support them. Let's support them with their finances, volunteer hours. Maybe you can donate professional services and certainly prayer. It's time to go above and beyond 
all the great stuff that has already been happening at these centers and to do even more. Let's dream really big here. Let's show our faith in action. We need to step up and support these centers that meet the needs of pregnant mothers. Four, let's be bold, not as like in your face bold or push and shove bold, but as in speaking up for unborn children and their mothers when the subject comes up at your church, at work, in the classroom, wherever it might be. Everyone seems like they want to just instantly go into debate or argue about stuff or start talking about politics or your favorite candidate or whatever. And have you ever noticed how babies and pregnant moms often get shoved to the side in those conversations like It's not even part of the conversation anymore. Hey, it's clear that most of the news reports focus on the flashpoint arguments, as do the blog posts, as do all the stuff that's out there right now. It seems like it always circles back to the next election cycle, the judges, the protest, instead of being about the babies and the moms. You can change that discussion in your own conversations, but you need to be bold to do it. Five, hey, let's trust that God is in control. We are not, but he is. So let's watch for where he is at work, and then let's join ourselves into where he is working. We can't go wrong when we are in the middle of where God is at work in all of this right now. Hey, the world is obsessed with politics, judges, elections, confrontation, the whole nine yards, and a whole lot of blather to go along with it. I get it. That's the way news makes its ratings. That's the way podcasts get more listeners. That's the way you get the attention of the world. But you know what? God is the priority here. He is the priority. Whether we make him the priority or not, he is the priority in this discussion. Is his work a priority to us? That's the question. This is not a time for us to tell God, hey, we've got this. It looks like there's going to be a good Supreme Court ruling. God, we've got this. We don't need your help right now. This is not the time to say that. It's never a time to say that. But certainly right now, if anyone's putting all of their hope in the politics, judges, and stuff like that, your hope is misplaced. God is the priority here. Hey, that's it for this episode of the podcast. There is so much going on. We're going to have a lot more to talk about in the weeks ahead. Let's take it one day at a time. Let's trust that God is working and do all within our power to love every mom and every baby, including every unborn baby, no matter what. Hey, please consider a gift to Love Times 2 right now. You can do that at lovetimes2.org. It takes just a minute to do it. We need your financial support in these crazy and historic days. We really do need your help. Never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. 